Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. You're listening to Hurley Brown, the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Hey, guys, it, it's, it saddens my heart that we even have to talk about stuff like this. But, you know, the, the senseless shooting out there in Vegas, I got some personal friends that are out there. It's actually one of my one of my better friends is number one places to visit. My wife and I had a chance to go out to Vegas uh, this past summer. And it, my heart it j- just goes out to all the victims, all the families, the people that are out there in Vegas. You know, I, I just don't quite understand how someone could take someone else's life. I don't quite get how someone could go out of their way and, and plan a senseless shooting the way that this guy did. People, we're living in some crazy times right now. And in the voice of my good friend, Ray Lewis, the only thing that we know how to do is pray. So when we get a chance you know, please pray, pray for all the victims, their families out there in Vegas. And what we're going to continue to try and teach non-hatred, you know, respect for one another. You know, it's, it's just sad. But we have to do our show. We cannot not do the show. And it's my honor to to introduce, you know, both of these guys that are going to be on the show, really. Um, but you know Leon Searcy. He's been on the show. Leon Searcy is an all-pro offensive lineman, first-round draft, uh, draft choice with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Leon is here with us again today. Leon, thank you for joining us again today. Appreciate it. I'm glad. I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, there's a game this week, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big game this week, Big Surfs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and we got one of our, our I'm not going to say enemies, let's just say one of our counterparts. He's, he's not an enemy. You know, the one thing we always said, now we, we respect Florida State. You know, we hate them Gators, but, but we got a lot of respect for Florida State. But this week, yeah, well, ain't no whole lot of respect for Florida State. We coming for the throats. Hey, but, but family, <laughs> we have... One of the greatest quarterbacks to ever walk Dope Campbell Stadium. A guy that Leon Searcy and myself had the pleasure to play against. And a guy that I love to, to watch play. And he, uh, now I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell you what he's doing. Well, I'm going to introduce him, but I'm going to let him tell you what he's doing. You know, because, man, I tell you what, Casey, it was great to see you. But, family, please welcome former quarterback of the Florida State Seminoles, Casey Welton. Casey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm on I'm on the phone with two legends uh, that that you guys hit it dead on the head. There's a there's so much respect uh, for you guys for the program that that you two built. Um, and uh, just the games and and it is. It's 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 a it's a hate for the Gators, but the respect that was always there um, that you guys deserved, uh, you earned. <laughs> you earned it. You talked it and you backed it up. <laughs> and uh, and to be on the phone with 
with uh, Leon. I, I, I felt like I could still be playing if I'd had a chance to play behind him uh, <laughs> for a few years. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But, uh, a, it's, good, it's, good to, it's good to be on the phone. And, and you know, I was uh, down at practice the other day watching my boy and, and, and Hurley. Uh, you uh, you made a play in 91 that, that, that changed the outcome of that game. And uh, I've always had so much respect for you and, uh, and how you played the game. Man, you know, and I appreciate that. Here's the problem I got, Casey. I talked to some of my, my former coaches and even my strength conditioning coach, Brad Roll. These guys have come out, man, that might have been one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in, in college football. But then I, I look at um, all of these little memes and, you know, these pictures on Facebook and Twitter, and the only picture I see about a great play is Mike Barrow hitting Tim, to Merrick Bannell. Can somebody put my play on? Can somebody at least reminisce about the play? As a matter of fact, Casey, I saw a play today. I saw a couple of pictures today with, um, remember when Dexter Carter put the flag on Bernard Clark's head? Oh, uh, well, I'll never forget that one now. Oh, man. That was awesome, man. That was awesome. Now, Hurley, hey, now, hey, now, Hurley, now you got to tell the reason why you made that play because that play before what happened. The play before. All right, since you brought it up, I'm going to tell it. Ryan McNeil blew the coverage. See, you you think you you want to sit back thirty years later, sir? You want to sit there and, play and blame that play on me? Hey, man. I'm As a matter of fact, had it not been for my for my football intelligence, my football IQ, my FBI, <laughs> Amp Lee would have scored. But because I was okay, such a I smart football you, player, I recognized that Ryan was out of position. Ryan did not okay. realize that Amp Lee was in motion. So right. therefore, Amp Lee. Ended up being the new number one. In case you remember that play, uh, I'm glad you're taking all the credit for it because I'll, I'll give it to you. Because I've been beating myself up for underthrowing that ball to, for 30 years now. <laughs> hey man, hey, that was all. That was all on me, man. I ran amply down. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. The fun part about it, sir, Casey. Yeah. Um. After that season, they photoshopped that play with the University of Washington. And they put, um, I can't remember the receiver's name, Mario Bailey. They put Mario Bailey in front Bailey. of me. And oh, yeah, me. yeah. Yeah, and they said that that was the play that um, that they would have beat, that they would have won the game with because Mario Bailey would have beaten me for a the game-winning touchdown. Please. Ain't that something? Hey, right. Please. Hey, but Casey, we, um, man, you know, I just wanted to, the, the, I know we introduced you. Everybody knows who you are. But what is Casey Wilden doing now? Uh, you know, I've got a, uh, I've got a, I'm in the water mitigation business. We're, uh, and so we, we go in and dry out homes. You know, where I guess the easiest analogy is, uh, so you do what Surfro does. Well, yeah, we, that's what we do. Um, and so it's, it's crazy times right now. I tell you, you know, the prayers that you, you just, you know, said to keep out for the uh, victims in Las Vegas. Uh, I echo those sentiments, and and um, it, it is tragic. You can't you can't govern crazy, and uh, the guy was absolutely crazy and, and sad. But uh, also, you know, I would say the prayers for a lot of these people that have suffered through the through this hurricane. It's uh, we're in it firsthand. We're right out there in the middle of it, drying out homes and and seeing the damage. And and uh, you know, not all of it's covered by insurance, unfortunately. And it's. Uh, it's just that there's been some some lives turned upside down, but 
there's a, you know, but it's, it's just stuff, you know, try to remind people it's just stuff. It, it hurts. And, uh, but at least, at least they're alive and well. And, and, uh, but it, it has been tough, been tough on a lot of people, but we, yeah. we're statewide in Florida. We're statewide in Louisiana. And, uh, you know, I've been blessed. I got some great people, amazing, amazing guys that work with me. And, and, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's going well. We do a lot of, a lot of work for insurance companies and, and uh, different uh, municipalities, and it's so it's uh, it's been good. A lot of a lot of those tough times you learn on the football field, and you know you take them over into business, and and just uh, what I've done is, is tried to what Coach Bowden told me was in the way the way you motivate people is is you you, you sign and you have coaches that are you bring motivated people in. That's a that's how you motivate people. You hire motivated people, and uh, and that's what mm-hmm. I've been fortunate to do. So we're uh, we're doing well. Good, good. Now, when I came over to watch um, Miami practice over in Orlando, actually, they Miami had taken some. Well, they actually, ended up their, their entire team met up in Orlando after after Hurricane Irma and and had practices. And um, and I had forgotten that your son was with the University of Miami. So. Family, I, I, I'm over at the, the practice watching the University of Miami, and I see a guy sitting over there. And he looks kind of familiar, you know, sitting off in the distance. But one of the um, the GAs at Miami is like, hey, you know, that's Casey Weldon over there. Like, no, nah. and I hadn't seen Casey in years. But um, I got a chance to talk to Casey and learn that your son is now playing for Mark Rick down at the University of Miami. Mark Rick was your offensive coordinator. When you were the quarterback at Florida State, right, Casey? Yep, yeah, he's quarterback coach, slash uh, coordinator. Yep. So, so how? And your, and your son's first name is? Is Cade. 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 Yep. Cade Wells. Cade. So, how does he like it? He loves it. He loves okay. it. He uh, he went. They graduated early, so he got down there in January, um, and uh, is just. Uh, he he's loved it. He he loves to compete. It's uh you know it's tough times. It's freshman right now. Um I think the coach may be ahead of him, you know, right now, uh, who knows. But it's uh I just told him it's a long haul, you know. Um you just gotta you keep fighting and uh, but he, he absolutely loves the University of Miami, he loves playing for Coach Rick and, and uh and his coaching staff. And uh, you know, I told him, man, you got a chance to be a part of the the group. That, that turns it around. You know, when I got the FSU in 87, you know, it was the All-American Bowl in 86 and, you know, New Year's Day every year after that. So to be a part of that thing to help bring the Miami mystique back and, and turn that thing around and start a new new streak again, he's got a chance to be to be a part of that. And uh, it's, it's just a tremendous opportunity that he has at a, at a, at a great school. Oh, wow. Hey, Leon, you heard that, right? that is to say. Yeah, yeah, I heard that, but hey, let me ask you a question. How hard was that for you, for your son, to actually be interested in Miami? Because I had a son who was, um, you know, was being recruited by a bunch of schools last year. And uh, quite frankly, I told him, he would, I said I was happy with any school he went to, but I said he went to Florida State. Right. I said, you're the only kid in the country where he's auditioning the last name Cersei. So he couldn't take the Leon with him if he went to Florida State. I'm just being honest with you. All right? But if you going to Miami, how hard was it? I mean, I know that you're always looking out for the best for your son, and you want him to make that decision on his own. Of course, I was joking with my son when he said that wherever school he went to, I was going to be supportive. But that rivalry that you right. had in Miami over the years, 
how how hard was it to get your sons actually wanted to go to Miami? And I know you were going to be supportive, but still going to Miami had to bring back some old memories. It was, uh, yeah, it was tough. I mean, it was it was uh, not my first choice, you know. Now, when Mark Rick took over and got the job, that that changed everything, really. You know, Leon, you want your you want your son playing for a good man. Yeah. Um, so that changed everything uh, for sure for me. You know, if it was golden down there, it might have been a different take, a different deal. <laughs> but no, wait, 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 wait. come on, I wait, wait, wait. Come on, I was without golden. I come on, I we we can leave that, Casey. We, let's 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 just let's just stay on Mark. Don't talk about Al Golden. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You know, you know, I gotta get a shot or two in here now. Yeah, I know, I know. Why well, tell you? You just don't stop, man. Boy, look at But but Mark Rick, that made it a little bit easier. But my son came off; he blew his knee his junior year. He had, I mean, I, nobody's tougher, and I'm sure. Well, I'm sure you, you know, you guys are. You know, as athletes, we know what's expected. We know we're not the dad in the stands that thinks you know our sons are. We know we can't all be first round picks. Not you know, or not many people can. So, uh, so to to. Be the dad that's tough on them, demanding, knowing what it takes. You know, I, I I really thought after his sophomore year, he really had a chance to be big time. And uh, mm-hmm. first game of his junior year, he, he uh, blew his knee out, you know, completely. But I watched that sucker uh, work his work his butt off and, and probably stronger than he was before. But losing that junior year like that and a knee injury, it was tough on him. So. Mark was one of the first ones to offer. Um, I do think Florida State was coming right behind that, but he had already he had already made up his mind, already made a commitment, and uh, and so that I just I, I, this is where I think I need to be. So wow. how do you argue with that? And uh, he's he's been happy down there, and, and uh, like I said, he's got a tremendous opportunity. You get in there and get this thing turned around and going again. Ain't, you guys know, ain't nothing like winning in Miami. Yeah, you're right about that. As a matter of fact, since you said it, we're going to turn it around this weekend, Casey. But we got to take a break. And talk. So, hey, so Kate is going to get ready to start turning that thing around this weekend against your Florida State Seminoles. We got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with former, uh, I was getting ready to say UM great. Well, I wish you had a play for Miami with us. But anyway, former Seminole great Casey Weldon, all pro. Uh, line, offensive lineman Leon Searcy and the snasty man himself, Kelvin Harris. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're talking Western Ambush this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking a closer look at all the amazing big game hunting opportunities found in the Western states. Joining us is Jason Matzinger, host of Into High Country, Jill Gector from Cinch Jeans, Dean Capuano of Sawarski Optic Quest, and Freddie Hartice of Hollywood Hunter. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. 
We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay, family, we're back with none other than quarterback great Florida State's own Casey Weldon, all-pro offensive lineman Leon Searcy my room dog, Kelvin Harris, NFL vet. All right, Casey, when we left, we were talking about Cade and um, I guess pretty much your relationship with Mark Rick. You know, how much How much did that play into his decision? I mean, he's, he's a Florida, he, born and raised right there as a Florida State kid. Everybody, and even when we started recruiting him back when he was in the 10th grade, um, to when his name first surfaced, everybody knew that he was going to Florida State and all of a sudden, Mark Rick pops up and he gets the head job at the University of Miami. And your former quarterback coach signs him to the University of Miami. You know, how, how important was that relationship? You know, I, I, and we know how important it is, but I want you to explain to the family just how important that relationship was with Mark Rick and what you think about what he's doing, what he's able to do down there at the University of Miami. I, I think for us, in, in, in as far as relationship, Mark and Mark and I, you know, we said we set it aside for us. Our conversation was, "Hey, best player is going to play," and nobody understands that, you know, more than I do. Right. Um, and uh, you know, I, I mean, as you guys know, um, you got to catch a break, you know, unless you're that good. I was never that good. I had to catch a break and. You know, Brad Johnson and I were together at Florida State um, with Coach Rick as our quarterback's coach, and somehow I got to play in front of Brad in college, and he went and played 17 years and won a Super Bowl in the NFL. So things work out. You know, life is crazy. And then, right. and then Brad Johnson marries Mark Rick's sister. So <laughs> it, gets, it gets crazier from there. So wow. I think that was payback since they, he let me play. But anyway, Um but we put that aside and said it will not affect our relationship. It's that strong. If, if Kate deserves a job, then, then obviously, you, you know, he better play. If he doesn't, then the best player is going to play. And we didn't want to, we didn't want to risk that relationship. Right. But Kate grew up, grew up around Coach Rick and doing the quarterback challenge. I don't know if you guys heard about that. He started it down there in Miami this year. And, mm-hmm. uh, just crazy. We always competed. You know, we had so many great quarterbacks come through, but we were all good friends and just competed. You know, like you guys do down there, um, right. and so being around it and knowing 
no one it, he was familiar with it so wasn't really an issue for Caden gotcha gotcha now you, you, you talked about Caden or Caden being in a position right now to be a, a part of something special to be a part of the beginning of something very special you know Miami's you know we, we would all like to think especially the three of us on this phone or on this oh, on, yeah. on the show right now we would all like to believe that Miami is on the verge of doing something great once again. And you said that Cade is going to be a part of that. Now, when you're saying that, it's in the wake of Florida State week. So, Florida I knew State. You never is, agreed to come on this call. Man, listen, Florida State is one and two, <laughs> the worst start they've had since 1989. My condolences, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> and no, and, and they're without our condolences. Yeah, Casey. Well, we, we got you now, but you are cornered, buddy. Uh-huh. Are, are you I, I feel your sincerity. I really do. Are you yeah. wearing black to the game this week? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, yeah. Okay. In, in, in black, right? <laughs> you know what? That's funny you say that because that happened – Thinking about exactly what, and that may be what I wear. There you go. Oh, ye of little confidence. Ye of little faith. All right, so. Y'all not going to come out with a chant this week, but more uh, taps or some type of funeral uh, music instead of a similar chant. I'm just just hearing that as a grapevine. Okay, Uh, cool. uh, All right, but anyway, so FSU is without the starting quarterback, Andre Francois. FSU lost North Carolina, lost Alabama, which, and, and again, I mean, at the beginning, back in August, we talked about it on the show, Casey, and I'm like, dude, who, who scheduled that game? Why would you schedule Alabama at this state in, in Nick Saban's career, the first game of the season at Florida State? You know, and it just goes back to, remember back when um, in 89, you guys lost to Southern Miss? First, yeah, Brett Favre, Brett Favre yeah. over in yeah. Jacksonville also, in the so Gator Bowl, yeah, exactly. And, and, then and ultimately, the that's what cost you the national championship because you, you guys beat us, but because you lost those first, you lost those two games early in the season, it, it cost you a, a chance at a national championship game. And so yeah. now they schedule yeah. Alabama again, you know, for the first game of the season, and. I mean, you got you know, Casey, and I guess all of us can talk about it. But when you lose the first game of the season, that takes a lot of wind out of your football team, especially when you've been working so hard in the off season, and this is supposed to be your season. So, yeah, uh, again, you know, I, I was at an event when uh, an FSU uh, golf event when Jimbo was down, and you know, he was selling. You know, it is the first game; it's going to be number one versus number three. So. You know, this one doesn't make or break the season. You come back and run the table, and you got a chance at, uh, you know, at seeing them again in the national championship game. Sounded sounded right at the time, you know. Yeah, until um, you lost your quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, those boys beat you up. And they lost They lost two linebackers. So, yeah. It, it was, yeah it's, 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 uh, they got three to replace them. Yeah, but I kind of disagree with you yeah. earlier in that. I kind of agree with what Jimbo is saying because let's just be honest. I mean, 
Jimbo Fisher is an extremely confident guy, extremely confident coach. And I know he's saying, first of all, you got to remember, him and Nick Saban went against each other every day for three, four years at LSU. So he ain't looking at it like how we looking at it. He's looking at it like this dude I used to beat up in practice. This is the guy that I played on the basketball team with at lunchtime. His team ain't better than my team. And like he's saying, if we lose the game, we still got 11 more games, 12 more games to, um, you know, to, to build up our resume. Now, no one saw the fact that they were going to lose the quarterback and everything was going to avalanche. But if you don't lose the quarterback and you lose the game like they lost it, they still would have been in the national title hunt, I think. Yeah, yeah, but Kevin, but, but again, you got to go back to the morale of the team. You, you can't you can't sit back and you, and think and reminisce about okay, well, this is what I had at LSU when I was going against, you know, Nick Saban. No, I mean we got to be realistic. Now you're dealing with a different type of kid, a different day and time, and you're also well, dealing with a guy I, who's got a program that's in a position to where dude, he could probably win another two, three, four championships in the next six, seven years. And your kids have given it everything that they've got over the last seven, eight months. And for you to put them in a position to, to, to possibly lose a game at the beginning of the season, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we got five weeks of, of, of training camp and all of that. But I, I would like to go into a game in, in my first game experience. I like to, to have a great positive experience especially when I'm in a position to play for a national championship game. Well, Hurley, look at it like this. Look at it like this, Hurley. Look about, think about University of Miami in 1988 when we played Florida State first game of the season. I mean, both teams were perennial powerhouses, and mm-hmm. we figured that if you lose early in the season, that it wouldn't have a profound effect on your schedule if you ran the table uh, for the rest of the season because Miami and Florida State were always going to be in the national spotlight they were always going to have a chance to win a national championship. So I think the reason why Miami, because usually when we played for the state back in those days, we played them like in October, sometime in November, late in the season. So by that time, when you lose a game, you're out of it. You're, you're one and done, yeah. even though we yeah. may have run the tape of the schedule. But in 1988, we decided to play each other early to give both of us a chance to still compete for a national championship because we knew that if you lost that game late, in the season, it pretty much took you out of the national championship picture. So, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, that you want you want to schedule a team that when you go into the first game that you're confident about, that you can beat up on so that you can carry it on to the season. But I also understand what Bobby Bowden and Coach Johnson did back in those days, where both teams were going to be in the national championship hunt. So it would be better if we lost, either one lost. Uh, they still and we have both, a shot towards the And we win. both finished in the top three that year. If you, if you recall, Leon. Exactly. They, yeah, we but, 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 but here's the difference, though, Kevin, Leon, and now, Casey. Yeah, we, we were used to playing each other every year. Florida State hadn't played Alabama in a while, yeah, yeah, a long time. But, but so so it's, 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 there's a, a big difference in a, a rival game like Miami, Florida State, that are playing everybody, that, that we play each other every year. They, we know each other. We know yeah. that, that's that's a that's a, a coin toss. Flip the coin. But when you when you veer out of your comfort zone and you go and you play a team for the first time, first game of the season, you're not familiar with that team. Yeah, okay, Jimbo may be familiar with Nick, but he's not familiar. His 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 team isn't familiar with playing Alabama. That's a yeah, big but difference. I heard, but heard, here's the thing, and Casey, if I'm wrong, correct me. 
from my people up in Tallahassee, you know, old Florida State guys, no Jimbo, and from watching him from afar, he's put a he's instilled like this arrogance and confidence in that program that he ain't looking at it like that, and neither is them kids. They're looking at Alabama like, remember, they won a national title three years ago. So they're saying, look, they ain't better than us, and we're going to prove to the world that they ain't better than us. Now, as it turned out, their offensive line wasn't as good as they thought it was, and it cost them the game and their quarterback. But if, yeah. you, ask, if you ask Jimbo if he had, and you put a gun in his head and say, would you do it again, he would say, of course I would, because he firmly yeah. believed and I believe them kids believe that they felt they were better than Alabama. So they whole mentality going in is we about to show the world who the real dons are. It ain't them, it's us. I mean, if I, I mean, Casey, you 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 are an alumni. So am, am I right or wrong? What do you, what, you know? Where yeah. right on that? No, no, you're right on. You're right on. And you know, Alabama is you know the the Miami and Florida State of, of the '90s, the '80s and '90s, and and so yeah, Jimbo, Jimbo. And, and and especially, you know, it's an ACC representation. Screw this SEC stuff. Everybody hears about how great the SEC is. And, you know, I think Jimbo's got that mentality, especially having been there, been in it. Um, he said it all offseason. You know, and Man, I think. Hey, 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 y'all, hey, we got to take a break. Hey, y'all, Casey, hold that thought. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to pick up right where, you, right where you are right there, SEC, ACC, um, whether or not. And, again, I don't think Jimbo Fisher had anything to do with scheduling that game, to be perfectly honest with you. And then again, no, what else is no, he no, going to no. say? All right. So, hey, coaches, look, look, hold that contracts. Okay. Coaches All right. Contracts. So, Casey, we'll don't say it. <laughs> say it when we get back. So, when we get back, Casey Wilden is going to take us into why that game was scheduled and who made the choice of the decision to schedule that game. And then we're going to get into some nitty-gritty stuff about this rival this coming up weekend. So, we'll be right back. It's time for a break. We'll be right back with the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay, family, we're back. We're back with All-American quarterback Casey Weldon, Florida State Seminoles, one of our our rivals back in the day, but now he is, a, he is definitely a, a close friend. Son Cade is down there playing at the University of Miami for Mark Rick, and you heard it from Casey himself. Cade is in a great position for a brand new start and for Miami to get back to its prominence, and they're going to start this weekend at, with a one and two Florida State team. Now, Casey, we talked about who scheduled this game. We're going to hit it real quick, and then we're going to move on because we got to get on to this big rival this weekend. Florida State, Alabama. Does Jimbo Fisher go into the AD's office saying, I want to play this game? Knowing Jimbo, he might have. But, okay. I, but I, think it, I think it just comes down to – it comes down to paying the bills, paying these coaches' salaries, uh, all these new facilities. I mean – these these kids and the facilities that they have now and the coaches' salaries that I don't know I disagree with I think I, I just I think that money needs to go towards the players that are playing if they graduate give them you know have something waiting on them get a head start in life because the chances of making the NFL are so small um, but I, I think TV rules I think TV sets that up uh-huh. and, and makes yeah. that makes that hype and puts it out there and, and you just can't – something you can't refuse at either school, I think. And, yeah, on, and on, on, on that – of taking that game, even if you had a say, if you take that game, look at our schedule. We, it was Alabama, and then it was, uh, you know, some, some uh, you know, some easy win, and boom. You're right back to – it's Miami. I mean, the game, the game. It's back to Miami again, so you can – I heard. I know what you're saying, Hurley. Getting that the morale and all that you work for, but two weeks later, you got to win at home, and now Miami's coming to to, to Tallahassee. So you got a chance to be right back in it, and now you don't have to finish one and two to have a chance in that championship. All you got to all you got to do is get back into the top four. So mm-hmm. kind of changed. It's really changed everything. I think. Yeah, and I tell you what, this the game. This weekend is one of the biggest rivals in college football. And they've moved the game to 3.30, as if the game doesn't even matter anymore. But we all know, especially if you live anywhere in the southeastern part, if you live on the eastern part of the country, you know how important this game is, the legacy, the history of this game. And it's, it's arguably, there's not a bigger game than this. I mean, yeah, Michigan's, Michigan's going to play Michigan State. It ain't even yeah, I can't believe they put Michigan. As a matter of fact, for 25 years, this game alone 
had national championship ramifications every time Miami played Florida State. Every time Miami played Florida State. Now, Miami has not won this game in seven years. But we're saying right now, it's three to one, Casey. We got you. We're saying that Miami's going to beat Florida State this week. And Casey said it too. Yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> I just wanted to get him to say it again. <laughs> hey, but hey, yeah, hey, man, hey, that, was, that, was, that was off the record. Now, you see how the reporters do it? You heard it. You won that now. I was off the record. <laughs> hey, look at it now. Let's, let's go through some keys to victory right here. Real quick, while we still got Casey. Florida State's offensive line, and their, offensive, their offensive line is in shambles right now. This is the oh. worst they've played oh. in a long time. And they just lost They um, they lost Derek Kelly. Not sure if he's back yet, but he went out against Wake Forest. Then they had to bring yeah. um, Brock Rube Derek in. Ball. Yeah, and, and they ended up, no, they ended up moving Josh Ball from right tackle to left tackle. Yeah, and Rube because, was uh, playing right tackle, I think, right? Right, and Rube was getting getting it handed to him. Roasted. Now, against Wake Forest, <laughs> Casey, against Wake Forest, Florida State gave up 17 tackles for loss. Wake Forest set a new school record against uh, against Florida State. For tackles for loss. That that's unheard of. Wake Forest and Florida State. I know they're in the ACC, right. but come on now, let's be real. You go yeah, to Wake, Wake Forest, Forest to get you an education. Oh yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. You go to Wake Forest to get you an education. When you leave Wake Forest, you gonna get your job making about seventy five, eighty thousand dollars a year. That's why you go to Wake Forest. You're not going to Wake Forest because you're sitting there saying I'm gonna be a first round draft choice. But wow, dude, they held wow. they 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 got seventeen tackles for loss against Florida State, all right? As a matter of fact, Kelvin, Florida State had to come back from behind to win the game in the last minute of the, of the game with a, plat, with a pass from, from um, Blackman to Auden Tate to win the football Slim game. Slim Reaper. Yes. Yeah, Wake Forest let them off the hook because they, they had them down and I think more than, I think it was three times they – they could have scored touchdowns and ended up kicking field goals, and it actually came back to haunt them in the second half. And they had a couple of turnovers. I mean, they totally dominated that game. And I'm just wondering, uh, me personally, I think we should win the game. And, you know, all these games have been close, so I'm not going to fool myself into thinking that we're going to score 50 points against Florida State. But I do think, Jimbo, we just talked about Jimbo's arrogance and stubbornness. I really believe he's not going to change his game plan because he's saying this team hasn't beat us in seven years. We're going to do what we do. But if he does that, I really believe we're going to blow Florida State out because they just don't have what he used to have. And I don't know if he has if he has the humbleness to change his game plan. I mean, Casey, you're the Florida State guy. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know how he could not with the offensive line play and a freshman quarterback. And I tell you what, I got more respect for Francois than maybe any quarterback that's played there. That kid took, I mean, you know, against you guys last year, the beating he took down there. Every game was like that. You don't might have seen him take that beating in the Miami game. Every game was like that. Right. Yeah. So I, I blamed it on being a freshman and holding the ball too long. But, I mean, I, it, it, it's, you know, Alabama, he just took a beating. It was a freak mm-hmm. injury that happened. But 
and this Marcus, you know, Biden's taking a beating. So right. he's got to change it. He's got some great running backs, but but it doesn't. That offensive line and the, the matchup, the matchup is definitely uh, uh, a rough one for Florida State. The strength of Miami is their defense, and um, you know it's uh, it's going to be it's going. I think it's going to be a rough weekend in Tallahassee for the uh, for the home team. Well, Leon, Leon. Now, now, now let me ask you this, um, Casey, because a lot of people don't understand the value that Dalvin Cook had with that Florida State team. Oof. How, again, Casey, I mean, we, we know it, but dude, is it is it an understatement to say that Dalvin Cook was a big part of why they were so successful last year? Yeah, I think it's an understatement. Yeah, yeah, with a quarterback. And Francois, I mean, but you get, he, he's, he's a heck of a ball player, you know. I, I'm not sure who left. I, honestly, I was, uh, you know, I was I was uh, in, the, in the stadium last year, and, you know, to, to, to have a great team, you need great recruits. To get great recruits, you need to win games. So my son right. was going there, and my, my, my first, my, my number one loyalty is to my son, of course. So, um I don't know what they lost off their offensive line or what the heck's going on, but it's uh, it's just it's ugly. You got to figure right now after three games. Let's, let's, let's just look at this real quick. Let me give you these stats real quick. Right now after three games, Jacquez Patrick, who is considered their best running back, has 175 yards on the season. Mm-hmm. And most of them came last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, exactly. 120 of them came last week, Kelvin. Yep. 120 yards came last week. Dalvin Cook had, a, dude, Dalvin Cook averaged over 100 yards a game. Jaquez had two games, one with 48 and one with 53. Mm-hmm. You can't win. You can't win that way. And again, one of the, the keys to winning this game is they're going to have to be able to establish some type of a run game to keep, to allow Arden Tate to be able to get some explosive plays. Yeah. If they can't establish a run game because Miami's front seven is arguably, you know, probably one of the best in the ACC. In the you know, you start talking about ACC. Yeah, could be in the nation. And Early, I got a, I got another step for you that, that, that okay. shows you how crazy. And, and Casey, this going to make you wince. Last week, James Blackman went into the fourth quarter with 31 passing yards. For the game. Oh, I know. I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, well you, you, ain't, you can't win. You can't beat Miami with 31 passing yards. Well. Especially when you don't have a run game. Hey, fellas, if, I, if, I think that, I think that, that I sort of was weren't talking about what, what, we haven't beat Florida State in seven years. All right? right? No, we so, have, I mean, I we're, we're throwing out a lot of stats out there about what Florida State has struggled. To be quite honest with you, I wanted to see Florida State win because I ain't want no excuses coming into this game, a reason why Miami beat them. I wanted them to be Alabama. I wanted them to be undefeated in Tallahassee when yeah. we came in there and give them their first loss. So we ah, so we got to figure out what we need to do at Miami to stop coming up short against Florida State. Now, y'all know, when we was playing ball back in the day, we all looked at the schedule, and when we saw the schedule, we used to circle this team, okay, this is a stat game, or we'll blow them out, <laughs> or we'll do this. But then when we came to Florida State in Tallahassee, we always put a question mark. So you can throw out the record, you can throw out who they played, who they won, who they lost to. But anytime you gotta play Florida State, you gotta play Florida State in Tallahassee. You and I know that's gonna be a ball. It's gonna be a dog fight. And Calvin, you right now to this day 
have not blocked Kirk Kirkpatrick. What's his name? Uh, Corruptors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hold up, fellas. Hey, we got to take a break real quick. Casey, we're going to take a real quick break. But when we come back, I want you to give us your fondest memory of this rival, and then we'll let you go. I know you got to go back to work. So we're going to take a break. But when we come back, you're going to hear from the man himself, Casey Weldon, in his greatest memory in the Florida State Miami rival. Take a break. We'll be right back with the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, we're back. We're back with Casey Wilder, All-American quarterback from Florida State. Casey, before we left, we told the family we were going to come back and you were going to tell Tell them, the audience, your fondest memory of this Florida State Miami rivalry. You, you're not gonna let me to be just one, are you? I got, I got, I got, I got, I got to say two or three. You take all the time you want, boss. Because I only got, I only got one in my favor, and the other ones are in your, in y'all's favor. So I figured you let me keep going. But, but you, you referred to it earlier when I don't know if we were off air, we were talking about it uh, or on air, but when. Was it eighty nine, Leon? When when Dexter Carter took that toss sweep, yes, and uh, and there was a penalty. Yet and he, and he put the he put the he took the flag and put it on Bernard Clark's head. And <laughs> yeah. it our highlight film, the highlight film the next week, it shows him turning and the rage and the shock in his eyes. Oh, we uh, we fell out. We were crying. It was, oh, yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah, Dude, that, that was a classic you know, that, play. That, 
<laughs> Dexter's five foot nine, a hundred nothing, and oh my god, he'd have broke him in half if he could have got him. And uh, that was probably one of the loudest times I ever heard the stadium. I mean, it had that spirit stick, and it was lit up. And you know, guys, I the fondest memory. I mean, just I, I hated we played our senior our senior year. We played at noon. I hated that game. I, and I, nothing like a night game in Doe Campbell. And when they moved this game to three thirty, just my son was so disappointed. And I know so many people were, but uh, you know, the memories from that game. Shoot, it started my freshman year, redshirt freshman year, when we come out with that stupid Seminole rap and get beat thirty one to nothing. I mean, it was it was it was unbelievable. I can't imagine, you know, when they played that rap for you guys all week or before the game or whenever Jimmy Johnson played that, you know, no wonder you beat us thirty one nothing. Yeah, you know, but, the, the uh, ironic part about that, Jimmy's two sons were a part of that video. You remember that, do you, sir? Were they? I didn't even know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't At the beginning that. of wow. that video, Jimmy's two sons were walking, uh, across, they were walking across the field. You remember that, Kelvin? Yeah. They were walking across the field with, I think, Deion, either Deion Sanders or Sammy Smith. At the beginning of the video. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, that's sir, you're a great storyteller, so we're going to let you tell the story. Uh, well, this, you know, I, I told yeah. you that day at practice when I tried to come up and take your knee out and, and hit you <laughs> as hard as you hit William Floyd. But, you know, that <laughs> when we got down there in that toss sweep and uh, young freshman, bar none, William Floyd, who went on and had a great career, uh, he, 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 got, he got a little uh, taste of what it was like to be a senior and a grown oh, yeah. man who'd been through a few battles. Uh, exactly. But Hurley, when you came in there and hit him and blew that play up, it, it, I told you that day at practice, man. I hadn't seen you. I hadn't even seen you since then. And uh, I, I'm not going to say there's not a day that goes by I didn't think about it. But that game, it is not a. There's probably not a month or two that hadn't gone by. I hadn't thought about the outcome of that game. <laughs> and one versus two, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of people. And I tell you, I, I coached at Miami um, with Al Golden, so. I was actually coaching the running backs in 2015, 14, take the 2014. We were up there at Dope Campbell Stadium playing. Now, during the week, you know, when, when like Leon said earlier, we look at the schedule early in the, when the schedule comes out in the summer, we look at the schedule and you put a doggone cross on that. You, you circle that Florida State week. You circle that mm-hmm. game. You know that's the game right there that you've got to be on top of your game. you got to bring a game that week. So I'm talking to my kids. I was actually coaching running backs, Duke Johnson, Dallas Crawford, um, th- those guys. And, you know, I'm sitting there telling them during the week, hey, this is a different ball game. We were ranked seventh in the country that day, that, that, that year. We were ranked seventh mm-hmm. in the country, undefeated. It was the seventh game of the season. Florida State was ranked, I think, one or two. And that game, whoever won that game was probably going to win a national championship. And we're playing at Doe Campbell. Doe Campbell Stadium at night. In case it's just like you said. Mm. Hey, dude, if, if I'm Miami and I'm playing Florida State, I'm the AD, let's play the game at 12. I don't want to go to Doe Campbell 8 o'clock at night, <laughs> 7 o'clock at night. They've been getting drunk all day. Oh man! And the, the 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 game, the anticipation of the game is eating everybody up. 
And man, when you walk in there and that dog gone, but they start playing, they start doing that chant. And that dog on horse comes out there, Chief Osceola, with the fire on that on that stick. And he raised the horse raises up on his hind legs and he throws that stick down in the ground. Man, you're in for a dog fight. But you catch him at 12 o'clock, they got a little hangover. <laughs> you know, they can't really see straight right just yet. You know, they just made it to the stadium. They've been out all night partying, hanging out. They ain't woke up yet. Yeah, you, they, they still out there in, in the parking lot tailgating. You remember that, sir? Yeah. That's when you play Florida State. You don't yeah. play Florida State at night. No, we, listen, we haven't, had a, we haven't had our fondest memories of Florida, playing Florida State night. Remember, 89, you know, Toretta's first starting there. We lose 24 to 10. We had about seven turnovers in that game. And uh, we had a throw well at the one. Interesting. Yeah, I think the most interesting point. No, I'm saying I think that was actually Dennis Erickson's first year at the University of Miami, and the most interesting thing he said in the meeting was, "I want to treat this game just like it's another game." And the one thing I know about the history of Miami and Florida State that it's just not another game. Doesn't matter what the records are, whether a team is ranked or unranked, we both want to beat the hell out of each other. We always want that bragging right to say that we beat. Florida State or we beat Miami. So, um, we beat be Florida State, a, a, a day beat so us. We beat Florida State, or they beat us. Exactly. So, That's you what know, you like I said for. earlier, yeah, like I said earlier, I really wish Florida State was undefeated. I really wish they still were ranked number three in the country. Right. I don't want any excuses. I want them at their best. We want them at their best. We don't want Florida State. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, I'm going to take a win if I'm going to take a win against Florida State. But I'd rather play the undefeated Florida State than to be playing a one and two Florida State, be quite honest with you. Because seven years is a long time to not beat nobody now. I mean, uh, I'm seven straight. Now, back in the 83 to 93, you know, we played Florida State 11 times and won nine and they won two. But nobody's <laughs> never won. Grand Preach, seven Preach. Straight. Preach. So I, I want to win. <laughs> I, we did. I hope we did. That's all I'm hoping for on Saturday. Hey, we're at the closing of the show. Um, man, I, I can't thank you guys enough for joining me today, getting us ready for this Florida State-Miami game. And, sir, so I'm going to go back to that 1980 game when we got, 1989 game when we got beat up there. i never forget, Charles Farns was starting. Edgar Bennett was a fullback. And, Casey, you handed the ball to Edgar. I, I, I'm assuming on a belly play or a trap. And he broke the line of scrimmage. He got behind the linebackers, and Charles met him. And Edgar kept going. And he drove Charles. I came, got in on the tackle. We finally got him down. Edgar stood, Charles laid on the ground. Edgar stood up over Charles and put his hands on his hips like a woman and looked down at Charles and looked at him, and he said, you just got drugged. I looked up at Edgar. I said, you got to be kidding me. Man, y'all beat us. Y'all beat us and talked to us so bad. That's the worst whooping I ever took in my life. That is the worst whooping I've ever taken in my life. That 1989 game. We were just trying to hang in the talking game. Y'all did did that. Like like, like Leon said, nine out of 11 years, nobody talked it and backed it up more than more than the canes in the day. <laughs> yeah, but I, hey, I'll tell you what, guys. Again, thank you so much, Casey, for, for joining us. Man, I wish you nothing but the best, and, and we'll be watching Cade, and we'll be cheering him on. We know he's going to do a fantastic job down at the University of Miami, and he's representing the U now, 
And again, like we said earlier in the show, man, we've always had the utmost respect for Florida State. This week, man, we're just hoping for a great game. You know, again, we're all, I, I would assume at this point, we all want the Hurricanes to come out victorious. But we wish yes, DeAndre we Francois a speedy recovery, and we'll be able to tap into his butt again next year. But until next week, that's the show to get down with Hurley Brown. Thank you again, Casey Weldon, Leon Searcy, Kelvin, my main man, Harris. We'll catch you next week. For all of you listening to Voice America right now, don't go anywhere. Rayla Sports is coming up next. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.